This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Cruise Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the on air. air. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin Control. because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Yes, it's time. Welcome. Cruise Control Radio is hitting your ears with all the latest automotive news and information. I'm Fred Staub. The other guy you're about to hear is none other than Les Jackson. And we've got the info, Les, don't we? We certainly do, uh, even though people are slowly getting back to work. The car industry has been cranking away. Yeah, they sure have. We're starting this show with this story jeep wrangler the ford bronco is coming for you it's jeep versus four ford when it comes to four wheeling it's going to be interesting and as the song goes another one bites the dust Mm -hmm. Uh, the chevy malibu may be bowing out of production and how many mid-sized sedans are going to be left here well it's there's a lot of good ones yet, but uh, sad if this is true about the Chevy Malibu because that means Chevy's out of the car business basically. Yeah, that's it. But Kia hasn't given up on sedans. In fact, they have a new one about to be introed, and Hyundai has plans for three new EVs, and they're all interesting styles. Yeah, these these Hyundai and Kia are always ahead of the curve. You know that? Yeah, they sure are. Uh, anyway not being terribly ahead of the curve. Finally, some safety changes are in the works for the Silverado. Yeah, we had uh, someone on from Consumer Reports the other week talking about the Silverado uh, and uh, the safety features costing a lot. Well, there's a change there, and we'll talk about that. And with Hertz rental car in bankruptcy, it's selling off its fleet. Are these cars and trucks a good buy? We'll have the results of a I see cars study. Believe it or not, some are a good buy and others not so much. Yeah, I have always been against buying them, but we'll 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 talk about that. Uh, plus a blazing discount deal and a massive Acura reduction. Yeah, if you're shopping for a car this weekend or this month, man, you've got some good deals here and yeah, uh, we're going to good deals. Let you know before you go in the dealership, knowledge is power. You're gonna you're gonna have a lot of knowledge there. All that and a whole lot more when we get rolling on this edition of Cruise Control Radio. Uh, Less uh, this Bronco is gonna have something that the Wrangler doesn't have, and that is a seven-speed manual transmission with a crawler gear. And this is something that uh, even Wrangler, with all of its cool off-road stuff, does not have. They are serious over at the Blue Oval at taking on Wrangler when it comes to off-road. And uh, we're going to get into that story when we come back on Cruise Control Radio. It's going to be That's a real right. battle royale uh, for uh, for the muddy ditches. What do you think? Uh, it's going to be, and no one's ever successfully done it before, but I have a feeling Ford's going to 
eat up some dust. All right. Well, we'll talk about that when we come back on Cruise Control. Listen to the live feed of Cruise Control Radio every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com to find out how to do it. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. Wes and Fred at our desks. Uh, we were Before the break, we were talking about the new Bronco. It's coming about a month from now. You will actually see them. And uh, they're going to, right up front, they're going to just take on Jeep in the, uh, in the off-road wars, where Jeep has dominated for most of my lifetime. Yeah. Uh, but the fact is, the original Bronco was was a big contender, and uh, I think Ford has has gone through an awful lot of effort to make this thing get up and be noticed. And one of them is this seven speed manual with a crawler gear. That's I've never heard of it, other than maybe military vehicles. I've never heard of that. Yeah, they used to call them the granny gear. Remember that? It's like a oh it, yeah. It's yeah. sort of like what you would find on a uh, tractor or something like that, where the engine revs up, but the wheels turn very slowly. You know, yeah, just to claw away that. This comes um, this comes to us from the fast lane car. They've got some spy photos, and uh, one of them shows uh, C on the transmission so it's a six-speed transmission but then it also has a c gear that in the picture is uh found directly under reverse um they uh the pictures are also over at the fast lane also confirm the use of uh, ford's 2.3 liter turbocharged engine uh in the bronco this is the same engine that is uh also used in the uh, ranger pickup which my by the way, is a mighty fine vehicle. Um, and we are also expecting front and rear locking differentials and a disconnecting anti-roll bar. Uh, and if you look at some of these pictures, uh, they're seeing that mounted on the center stack above the infotainment system, there are also a handful of auxiliary switches for buyers who want to install lights and winches and all kinds of things like that, right? That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, the Bronco has independent full suspension in the front, and they also, some of the pictures also show um, roof ho- a roof holding mechanism and the four-wheel dial and large central infotainment screen. This thing can't be revealed soon enough, but let's face it, what's holding it up is the F-150, which which is going to be revealed uh, on June 25th. So they got to get that revealed first, and then this will be revealed. Uh, it's been a slow time for Ford, but I think that's about to change when it comes to new vehicles, right? Yeah, I think we're going to see a, a tidal wave of these things coming in f- uh, for the remainder of the year. Um, and if it were a normal year, we'd be running to these events uh, every week. Exactly. Exactly. And keep in mind, uh, these things would have been, uh, revealed at car shows too. So we lost a whole bunch of car shows. Um, 
I'm not sure they'll ever come back. I don't know. Uh, it or certainly will be a mix of things like this and car shows. Don't you agree? I think the regional shows will come back mm-hmm. uh, because it's a way for people in any given city to go look at, you know, 600 different cars and instead of going to showrooms and they're put on by the dealers and um, it's not a terrible expense for the dealers individually. Yeah, you really could do a, a low cost car show where it's basically just a concrete room with cars sitting there and a sign that says Ford, you know? That's right. Um, um, but I think the big international shows um, are, are winding down. Yeah. Heck, you could even hold it outside under tents or something and have people move from tent to tent and say, hey, we're not going to hammer you for buying the cars. I'm just here to answer any questions you, if you see. And, yeah. and if you like, there's a stack of cards over there on the... Uh, on the on the folding table that you can pick up. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, with the with the rock on top to keep the wind from blowing <laughs> yeah. away. I, I mean, wouldn't that be a good service to car buyers that they could try Absolutely. everything out uh, with gloves and mask on? Of course. That's right. But once again, we don't get fed. <laughs> That's right. It, it <laughs> seems to be where the uh, odd guys out here, but. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, that's a little bit about the Bronco, and I'm certainly excited about it. Uh, But it is time. It is time, Les Jackson, to reveal this vehicle. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. It's uh, it's Well, it's past time, um, but obviously events have conspired here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But it's it's going to be here. Uh, Before this summer's over, we will be able to probably sit in one in a showroom. And uh, when we come back, we're going to tell you about the Chevrolet Malibu's future. It may be a victim of the pandemic. So stay tuned. We'll have information on that when we return on Cruise Control Radio. Check us out at CruiseControlRadio.com. We'll be right back. For the latest updates on Cruise Control, follow us on Twitter at CruiseControlRad. That's C-R-U-I-S-E-C-T-R-L-R-A-D. Cruise Control Rad. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. Lesson Fred here. Well, bad news, Fred. What? Uh, Looks like the Malibu, Chevy Malibu. uh, Great name. Been around for, wow. (laughs) almost 60 years mm-hmm. um the in fact the latest version of the malibu a couple of years ago was one of the top 10 cars in consumer reports i remember that there was a hybrid uh, version of it big deal big yeah. deal but it, yeah uh yeah but people still have to buy them <laughs> that's the thing you can't just make <laughs> them for the heck of it uh yeah this was reported in uh, GM Authority, which is a great website, actually, if you're looking for specifically for GM news. Uh, the Malibu, they're saying, according to GM Authority, that the Malibu will likely be dropped outright after the 2023 model year. And uh, they did a refresh in 2019. Sales had dropped off considerably since everyone wants, you know what they want, SUVs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, there was some thought that it would be in the lineup to 2025 and get a refresh 
in 2023. Now it looks like 2023 might be the last year. You look at some of these numbers. Chevy sold just 131,917 units of that vehicle in the U.S. market last year. That's a 42% drop compared to 2016 when they sold 227,881 units. In Canada, Chevy sold just 5,823 Malibus last year, a 49% drop compared to 11,000 units sold in 2016. Now, of course, COVID, the COVID situation has exacerbated this. And uh, you remember both the Chevy Cruze and the Chevy Impala were discontinued last year. It makes the Malibu one of just two remaining Chevy sedans, the other being the Sonic. And the Sonic is only built for the U.S. market. So I think they may get out of the car business. What do you think? Yeah, I don't see them renewing that when it's time to uh, for updating. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many Sonics can they possibly sell? And also, they're probably not making any profit on them. Yeah, and there's so many cars that you can buy that are at that price point or just slightly above it that are very well equipped, you know, in comparison. That's right. Um, so what sedans are left? Well, uh, you look at Toyota Camry, still does pretty well. That's the leader. Um, in uh, 2019, they sold 336,978 units. That's... That's not bad, right? That's a lot. That's a lot. Accord was down um, from 18, but in 19, they sold uh, 267,567 units, followed by the Altima, 209,000-plus units. Ford Fusion, 166. Of course, Fusion is gone. They stopped building that, uh, so that 166,000 will probably go somewhere. Chevy Malibu, 131. Optima, 96,000. Mazda 6, look at this, 19. Way down. 21,524 units. Um, <clears throat> and I'm surprised That's... at this. A Volkswagen Passat, 14,123 units in 2019. Again, uh, great car, but... People aren't buying cars, and especially at Volkswagen, when you can walk in and get, you know, an Atlas uh, or or a Tiguan, and that's and those are great SUVs. By the way, Chrysler two hundred, they sold forty eight of them. I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even know they still made that. They must be leftovers. They've got to be. I haven't. I thought the two hundred was gone. I think it's just whatever they had left over at the dealer. That's that's what yeah, I think. Yeah, forty eight. <laughs> that's boy. Yeah, that you don't horrible? keep building it after that. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But like we've said, there are some great sedans out there, and it appears that Kia and Hyundai and um, Toyota are still going to stay in the sedan, the midsize sedan business. Matter of fact. On June 30th, Kia is going to renew, uh, reintroduce a new version of the Optima. It's not even going to be called the Optima anymore. It's going to be called the K5. I'm invited to the the uh, reveal, <laughs> uh, the online reveal, which should be fun. 
and uh, it's going to be uh, a pretty slick looking vehicle. Uh, if you look at the front corner of this vehicle, it's got kind of a Z for the lights, probably pulling a little bit from uh, one of its uh, fellow models uh, at uh, Hyundai, right? Right. right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So I guess what it is, is these things are still selling well for the Korean manufacturers. They have uh, an international market for these things. So they will go ahead and will reveal this uh, coming up uh, later this month. At the end of this month, it's supposedly going to have a 2.4 liter, a 2.5 liter four cylinder at 191 horsepower and an optional 1.6 turbo producing 180. Interesting. The 2.5 liter four standard engine, 191 horsepower. The optional 1.6 liter turbo produces uh, about 10 less or nine less horsepower. Yeah, remarkable. But more torque, 195 for the turbo versus 181. Yep. More torque with uh, one almost half uh, the size. The new car is going to also offer an all-wheel drive option with a 1.6 liter turbo engine. And of course is based off of a lot of this is based off the Hyundai Sonata, as we said, that uh, has those cool light stripes that go up the hood, right? That's right. Yeah. So that reveal will be interesting. So people are not abandoning this market. Uh, the other hour, you just revealed the Altima, right? Uh, that is that is correct. Um, yeah, the fact is, um, yeah, they're still around. It's just that uh, we're, we're almost up to 70% of all the new vehicle buyers are SUVs. Yeah. I don't know if that will change anytime soon. I, I don't see it, the, the rationale uh, for it changing. Obviously, it seems yeah, like I every don't. sedan has to offer all-wheel drive, for one thing. And that's becoming pretty common that they do, right? That's right. Um, and I don't see this trend changing probably for 10 years. Mm. Mm. Well, manufacturers but, but, like, you know. like the crossovers, they cost more and they, they get more money for them. But as we sure. just said uh, a short time ago, for example, I'm driving this Toyota Corolla hatchback. It's a $25,000 car. It does everything. Even has a manual transmission, which you, me, and the rest of the automotive journalists like. Everyone else is like, uh, what is that? Apparently, <laughs> Why apparently are there three pedals the there? Ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's that pedal on the left do? I, I tell you, what I've become a big fan of on a lot of these cars now is uh, Android Auto. Of course, if you've got Apple, it's Apple CarPlay. What I like about it, if I'm going to go somewhere, I look at my computer on a map. I send the directions to my phone, text them to my phone. I hit that text and boom, immediately it's up and on my screen in the car. And I like that. That's superb. I haven't done that yet, but uh, that's just great. And, and the nice thing is, you know, that system and how it's going to navigate there. Um, and you can pick the route while you're, while you're, uh, have your big screen inside and say, right, let's go this way. And I like that, you know, I think that's a good deal, but, uh, more news from our Korean manufacturer friends. Hyundai has three new EVs ready to go. 
and they are kind of becoming the lead in electric vehicles when it comes to affordable electric vehicles. We'll tell you about some of their plans, and also we'll talk a little tech about how they're looking to improve the range of electric vehicles using something that might be found in your home right now. So, Fred Stop, Les Jackson, you're on Cruise Control. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. We will be right back. Plenty more to go. Cruise Control Radio goes live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. To listen, click the link on our homepage. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. Welcome back. Welcome. We were talking about Hyundai and three new EVs, and uh, we're looking at some pictures of our cup. They're really cool. Yeah, they are cool. Uh, 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 Hyundai knows, you know, they, they're just really up on everything. I mentioned it earlier. And, and three new EVs, uh, they're going to make something for everybody. Yeah. Uh, they're planning 11 different uh, EVs by in within five years. That's amazing. You know, everyone's talking about being the EV leader, GM and um, uh, Volkswagen. But I think quietly... Hyundai is just cranking them out, you know? Yeah. Uh, now, this mm-hmm. is an article according to Autocar, the UK uh, or the European pr- publication. And they kind of went through some of these that have been shown around. Uh, one is the 45 concept. And this is what Autocar calls it. It will combine funky styling with SUV practicality and will sit above the Kona EV in the range. Uh, the second car in the pipeline is the prophecy concept interesting name uh it it has traces of porsche in the design uh and will roll out a brand new electric platform uh and it's set to go up against tesla's affordable model 3 and i bet it will have good paint you know i bet they can produce them uh, and that the doors will shut. <laughs> the steering wheel is snugged up. The bolts uh, are snugged up. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, really, um, I think it's it's not difficult to compete against Tesla if you're making something to compete with them. Nobody is at the moment. Right. Uh, but it it's not difficult to do. And um, but anyway. I, I think, uh, you know, it, it, I think they're going to blow it, blow it out of the water. I really do because they know how to build stuff and they know how to support stuff. And then, uh, let's do a little talking tech, uh, which is related to Hyundai. They uh, have a new, uh, idea that is, uh, improving EV range. And, uh, so it basically works like a heat pump that you might have in your house. Some of our listeners might have in their house. Um, and it, it's how it works is basically air conditioning and heating systems take a lot of power, even, even in gas powered on electric cars that reduces range. And as does excessive heat when, uh, when the batteries charge or when it's discharging, it puts out a lot of heat. So Hyundai and Kia have developed a heat pump 
which they first tried on the Kia Soul EV in 2014. It draws heat away from the electrical components of the vehicle and repurposes it to help power the climate control system. As a result, there's lower battery temperatures, which helps the batteries. And um, the Norwegian Automotive Federation, I know you frequent them often, Less often yeah. has reported that ele- the electric Kona maintained 91% of its combined range in sub zero conditions, while 19 other EVs lost between 18 and 43% of their total range. Um, they have opted Hyundai and Kia for water cooling on their battery packs, which has allowed for as much as 35% greater battery density than air cool systems, which are bulkier. Uh, and and water uh, cools at about a ten to one more efficient rate. This is so. This is great. You know that that's why we don't have air cooled cars <laughs> anymore because water is a better cooling. Yeah. Uh, using basically wasted energy to help you know create you know air conditioning is amazing. This is. It's brilliant. Yeah, hats off to them, man. They they really, I think they could be the leader. I don't know. Maybe they. Yeah. Maybe it's them instead of Volkswagen that will lead on this stuff. What do you think? I think Volkswagen will hold their own, but but uh, Kia. And by the way, just because real quick, uh, people don't un- really get a get a feel for how much energy your car air conditioner uses, but uh, your your a typical car air conditioner would would heat. Uh, like a 10 bedroom house. Wow. Usually, you know, 75, 80,000 BTU air conditioners and 12,000 BTU is one horsepower. Wow. So your car is typically using five or six horsepower just to cool itself inside. So the reason they have that much capacity is that cars get to be 130 or more degrees in the sun. You come in, and what you really should do is open the windows, get some heat out, and turn yep. the air conditioning on. It will force the heat out, right? But it still has to cool everything down in that car quickly, whereas your house is only cooling the house a couple degrees each time it turns on or turns off. So <clears throat> cars need to have exceptionally uh, powerful air conditioners. Now, what if you put eventually this could happen we're seeing this use of this glass already where you could when you leave and you hit the lock button on a hot day it senses this and it frosts the windows you know it it electronically um uh, it, it, would, it would it would help because mo- let's face it most interiors are dark or black in color and they're just they're just a heat sponge right yeah uh it would help for sure because uh, you know, most of the heat in coming into the car is solar heat, mm-hmm. but still the car itself is heating up in the air. Uh, but it would, I think it would really help uh, quite a bit. So really to save energy, if you had a parking lot, whether it's for electric cars or not, if you had a parking lot and you covered the parking spaces and put solar panels on top of them, it might make sense because it's going to save gas and power if you have a gas engine because you're not it's not going to get as hot inside because it's covered 
That's right. And it can also give you space to put solar panels, right? Uh, it's it's a very very good idea, and it protects uh, it prevents birds from destroying your car too. That's true too. Now we don't have solar panels there, but our newest uh, grocery store where I go was built a couple of years ago, and it's actually built up on pillars. Mm -hmm. So it's you go up to the second floor for the grocery store, and underneath is the parking lot. And in the summer, it's amazing how different how much cooler your cars are because right. they're not in the sun and meaning less energy when you fire it up you don't have to that's do right yeah well let's move over to the silverado remember we were talking to a guest from uh, consumer reports and he said uh, kind of called out the silverado for uh being expensive because you have to buy all these packages to get the uh, that's right safety things well that is changing for 2021 this is uh, information once again obtained from uh, the GM Authority website. Uh, driver and passenger safety uh, are going to be enhanced on the upcoming 2021 Chevy Silverado 1500. Uh, and this is uh, the, the entire lineup. They will come standard, three vital safety features across the uh, lineup, and will include automatic emergency braking, front pedestrian braking, forward collision alert, and it doesn't matter whether you're getting the work truck, the custom, or the top-of-the-line high country trim. Uh, these will be uh, all included. Isn't that cool? Well, it is cool. And really, they should have done this uh, long ago. But, mm -hmm. but uh, it, this is much more in, in keeping with, the, uh, with their competitors, Ford and Ram and Toyota, mm -hmm. Nissan. Mm-hmm. And so and, good for them. Finally. And, and if, as this is kind of like what we were talking about last, uh, last week, um, because, or I think two weeks ago, because they are, were formerly parts of uh, packages available only on higher trims, Silverado 1500 buyers had to spend upwards of nearly $17,000 on top of the base price to get these features. Now they don't have to do that. Wow. And, Let's face it, if you have got a work truck and, you know, it's a power company or water company truck and uh, it is out there on the road all the time, you want these safety features, don't you? Well, you do. Um, I mean, give, if you're going to buy a new vehicle, you, you want all of the state of the art safety features in it. Yeah. You don't you don't want to say like, ah, I don't want to spend a thousand dollars for that. But many people. It, you know, they might not want to spend $17,000 more to get <laughs> no, these things. No, I mean, that that's that that's a question of, uh, can I afford this? Yeah, so I really think the good part about this is I think the market is forcing manufacturers to include these things, uh, and that is good for all of us, whether you're a pedestrian or a driver. So good news about the Chevy Silverado in 2021. When we come back, we're going to tell you about this new study about rental cars and blazing discount deals. All here on Cruise Control Radio. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. We're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control Radio goes live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. To listen, click the link on our homepage. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com. 
Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. You're rolling along with us. Don't forget, check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. That website's going into the shop for a rebuild, Les. We're going to drop an LS yep. engine in it, right? Yep, <laughs> like that's it. right. We we want more power. <laughs> so, um, but here's a question, Les. Would you ever buy a rental car? Not an off-lease car, not a certified used car, but a rental car that's been out in the fleet with many drivers. It, it has been my personal opinion for decades uh, that rental cars are inherently not a great thing to purchase. And it's because they've had so many drivers, uh, not one of which has cared about the car. Mm-hmm. Um, and the actual discounts on the cars aren't that great. Well, I recall someone I know, I won't mention his name, but he's like, did you ever see this? He was driving along and put the car into park while it was still moving. And a it was a rental car. And, and not one that I rented. And it makes this horrible it, sound a like a hydraulic system <laughs> yes. being overboosted or something. And I was like, uh, <laughs> I, well, I wouldn't do that on my car. That's what I said. No, no. Hope most of most transmissions won't go into reverse while you're moving, um, but they will go into park because that's a mechanical system. Oh, it didn't sound good, and I don't think oh, it was it, doing sure good it, things. You know, I'm sure it did some serious damage. Yeah, he did it twice. I said, okay, I got it. You don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, the rental cars, first of all, you know, they're selling this thing with 20,000 miles on it. It's had hundreds of drivers mm -hmm. uh, who've hit potholes and mashed into walls, left whatever in the car. Um, and it, 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 the cars are not scrupulously maintained like you would your own car. They're, they, they do the minimum maintenance that's required to keep the warranty. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, they wash them. Um, but so what? I, I just think in general, it's not a, a great car to buy. Well, there's a reason, as you know, Hertz has gone bankrupt. They're, they're getting rid of their fleet. And iccars.com did a uh, analyzation. Are they good buys or not? And they analyzed over 20,000 used cars from model years 2017 to 2019 listed by Hertz car sales. They did this in May 2020. And they wanted to see which vehicles would be a good deal and which ones wouldn't. And we'll kind of cherry pick from this list because it's a long list. Some of them, like a Ford Focus, is only 10% below the average price, average sales price, and will have higher mileage. The less expensive cars, the compact cars, the mid-sized sedans, the bread-and-butter uh, rentals are not the ones to get, apparently. No. Because they're the ones, hey, if you're like me, I've got to rent a car. I don't need a fancy car. We drive cars all the time. I just need something that's decent. Maybe you'll luck out, and they're like, hey, we don't have the Ford Focus, but we'll bump you up to a, uh Impala so it's a little bit bigger nicer car um but most people go for the cheapest car because 
it's no big deal, right? It's it's just a exactly. car to get you around it's, its wheels, right? It's something to use, that's all. So you only save on the Ford Focus, you get a higher mileage car and you only save about $1,200, right? Now, if you go to something like a Volkswagen Golf, you save about 12.3%, about $2,023. But remember, you're getting that car that's been driven by a lot of people and it's been um, through who knows what, <laughs> right? And, well, and it's got yeah. higher mileage. I mean, I would spend, if this thing had 25,000 miles on it, if I could get one with 15,000 on it for 2,000 more, I would rather have that. And, and even if it's the same miles as something that's been privately owned, the rental car has harder miles on it. Right been moved Much around harder. nobody cares about it who knows what right well where this may make some sense is when you buy a luxury car for example the infinity qx50 uh has a discount of 12.7 percent that's basically four thousand dollars less than what you would buy it for uh on the uh on the market uh and it 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 works. This number works for trucks as well. Toyota Tundra, $4,714 off of the retail. Mercedes-Benz A-Class, if you buy the rental car, you could potentially save $4,252. And the biggest savings, since not too many people rent BMW 7 Series, is you could get it for 13.7% below market value with an average savings of $6,877 from the market value. But remember, that's a complex car. You don't want to buy something that's been worked over. Yeah. And and also, uh, you know, the average uh, market value on the dealer's used car lot, you can negotiate that. So the likelihood is you can probably come pretty close to that 13% off. I'd feel better with a car with less mileage and less drivers, something off lease, something Absolutely. certified, I, uh, pre-owned. No, no problem. No problem with pre-owned, uh, off lease. Um, you know, that's, that's just fine. Yeah. And you have a place to go back to, too. That's the other thing. That's I mean, right. if you buy it from Hertz, do they service it? If you... Use it for a uh, week, and it's like, hey, my brakes in the front are scraping up. You know, they're grinding. You know, no, because I think that uh, I think at that point, uh, it's you're going to have to take it to a dealer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's used cars. We've got some great deals in June. If you're looking for a Chevy Blazer, the discount can reach up to three thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, the Blazer discount is all during the month of June. And uh, it reduces the price of certain 2019 models by up to $3,750 and most 2020 models by $3,250. It's something you want to check into here if you have an interest in the Blazer. I mean, there's a lot of information here on certain models and lease offers and that, but uh, you must take delivery by June 30th for any of these so check that out discounts on the chevy blazer pretty substantial three thousand seven hundred fifteen dollars fifty dollars on on a vehicle how about if you want an acura though less there's deals on that too 
Huge uh, deals. Because, uh, you know, it, it it's a massive deal on the RLX sedan. It's going to be discontinued after 2020, but that's okay. You're buying a car that's been well-developed. Uh, they have some uh, discounts that can add up to $12,000 in savings. You won't see this on TV or other traditional marketing areas. Uh, they're offering a $11,000 dealer cash incentive on all 2020 RLX cars. And you have to shop around to the right dealership to find the right car, but uh, it's, it's a big, big number. So uh, if you can get uh, that much money off a $60,000 car, you're doing well, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, and of course, it's a great car. So, yeah. and you can also get a loyalty uh, discount from them. You can knock this thing down. Uh, in one case, I think that it, the price was $64,527 and got knocked down to $55,481. Do your homework before you go to the dealer because yeah. this, is, this is money you can use for something else <laughs> than, uh, than buy, buying this car. So, uh, get those discounts, check it out, do your homework. We're here to help you at Cruise Control Radio. It's time for me to say, I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com, and we will see you down the road. Bye. Cruise Control Radio is your on-air automotive magazine. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com for more information.